0: Presentation, presentation Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Cold ho, Classics ho, Podcast. Ho, ho,
1: ho. ho, ho. Oh, 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 Cam- oh, <laughs> oh. Cameron
0: Jones here, along with my co host, Mark Nussel.
1: Jordan Jones.
0: Uh, and we're going to be kicking off the holi- uh, holiday season with a bit of a, a little bit of a soft one here, not heavy on the Christmas theme. It's a good segue. It's a good it's a good lead up. Uh, this one's coming to us by request from our listener Rose. Uh, she also pointed out that we uh, recast Elizabeth Hurley a lot or Elizabeth Banks a lot. Sorry, we do. Yeah,
1: we we rarely do Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Now we can.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm going to try Elizabeth Hurley. A Christmas wow, Rose. On, uh, but we're going to kick it off with the 2002 movie "Catch Me If You Can." Having difficulties in accepting his parents' divorce after an investigation to his father by the IRS, 16-year-old Frank Epignell Jr. goes on the run and embarks on one of the greatest frauds against the United States. He develops a number of clever check fraud schemes, all while impersonating and working professionally as a pilot, doctor, and lawyer before his 18th birthday. Hot on his trail is FBI agent Carl Hanratty. A no nonsense agent who works tirelessly to bring the young criminal to justice. Based on the true story of Frank Abagnale Jr., catch me if you can.
2: Directed by Steven Spielberg, the guy who brought you E.T., Jurassic Park, Hook. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Christopher Walken, Martin Sheen, Amy Adams. Great score,
1: great acting, great directing, beautiful set design, amazing cinematography, and lighting. <laughs> on just tell me where are you going
0: catch me if you can
2: okay casting crew like we said in the intro this movie's directed by steven
0: spielberg a big name there uh go back and see our jaws too i mean there's so oh, many jobs we, did we jaws, can hook, yeah just you know who steven spielberg is i don't i don't feel like we have to harp on him and and hook yep, that's our jaws, that's only hook. spielberg so far right jurassic park
2: did we do Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Pretty we did sure. do Jurassic Park. Uh, first, let's do um, the writers are uh, Jeff Nathanson. I'll touch on him in a sec. Uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. did the book, so that's kind of where this uh, all came from. Um, and Stan Redding actually was the author of the book. It's based off of Frank Abagnale Jr.'s life. Supposedly. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's got source material. There's source material. Uh, music by John Williams oh Love that makes sense maybe why the score is so great yeah that makes yeah. sense I, i'm pretty sure it's used john Williams such a good score though right mm-hmm. onto the cast uh leonardo leonardo dicaprio plays frank Abagnale
0: jr of course he won your hearts with titanic go back and see that uh that episode but my favorite movie of his might be inception and he lost your trust in the beach but don't worry yeah
1: we're about to get away from it. He didn't lose your trust, but he didn't gain anything there. What's bookended th- this movie? Where where are we at here? So here's where we're at with him, right? He had Titanic. He had some weird stuff before here. So he did Man of the Iron Mask, The Beach, Gangs of New York. That gave him credibility because yeah. it was a Scorsese movie. I think that one kind of has mixed reviews. And then we hit it off with Catch Me, if you can, and just go on a tear with the Aviator. Aviator. J- J- what was after that one? uh Jay edgar i mean those are like the two biggest shutter ones island, 2002 shutter island is, island is actually
0: where he lost me i hated that movie but the departed oh, The departed revolutionary road of wall street, road, Wolf of wall street. i mean you know who Leo he eventually is. got hooked up as scorsese's guy you know at least for the last 20 years uh Django unchained he also got in with the tarantino crew what did he finally win for he won, he won for the one revenant. for the reverend the revenant that's what i thought got it
2: he, he got one to, to d- buy a bear and they're like that seemed like tough that, <laughs> that was seemed, tough like, tough acting Tom
0: Hanks plays Carl Hanratty, the main uh, main agent. I mean, after where him. where to even begin? I would say maybe you go back and see our burbs, see that thing you do, <laughs> Saving burbs. Private Ryan, of course. Forrest Gump, if that's your uh, if that's your chocolate, uh, Castaway,
2: of course. Christopher Walken plays Frank Abagnale Senior.
0: Uh, I mean, if we want to go back, Deer Hunter. Um, if you go back and see our uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow, he's the headless horseman. In that ah you know yeah. I mean, talk don't know the no moment. he has no words in that one um and also go back and listen to our blast from the past oh i'd love me some oh, yeah. blast from the past mm, it's a good one uh more recently i mean this is like 2012 but seven psychopaths uh oh cl- wait never mind i was gonna say no he's in click he's the crazy guy in click yeah it's the remote guy he's god or the angel oh, or yeah. no, Walken. i
2: haven't seen that movie in forever I'll just kind of keep going here. The re- there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of extras you can go and there's 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 a bunch of people in here, but we'll go kind of more notable. Martin Sheen plays uh
0: Roger Strong, Brenda's father. He's popped up definitely on the podcast before, but is it just me recasting, or have we done probably
2: recasting? He's in the Departed, uh, but,
0: recasting, and we've not done the Departed, so yeah, it's just you know, about that. Uh, Apocalypse Now, one of his you know older. Oh, you know
1: where he comes up most of the time. You can f- you you. You switch his name with Martin Short. I
0: know. Time. That's I think that's possibly just why. <laughs> Easy to do.
2: <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. And they're both short statured men. Uh, Paula Abingdale, the mom, uh, is played by Natalie Bay. I don't recognize her for much. I just I, just I, I know feel her she's most. a big role in the film. I feel like I had to at least
1: I assume touch she's in a it. bunch of French movies that we've never seen. Uh, I, be, I guess uh, be.
0: An Affair of Love, Venice Beauty Institute, Lawrence Anyways.
1: Yeah. Thanks for the oh, sandwich, well, Paula.
0: Recognize none of these. I know her from yeah. this. Brenda's
2: played by Amy Adams. I really liked Dude. her in Arrival. I like Arrival a lot. I
0: wasn't a big fan of Arrival. It was. Just, I like it. I feel like they were trying to be confusing for confusing sake a little bit. With the, I don't know.
1: I don't know if I have like an off the cuff favorite role of hers or not. You know,
0: she's fine in super as Superman Lois Lane. That works for me. Yeah the fight she's kind of like a redneck in the fighter never never seen the fighter uh, i never seen she's the mom and dear
2: of hansen cameron
0: oh is she uh, i, the, oh, the, I the never movie. did see the film uh she's in enchan- in enchanted not great. That, like i feel
1: like enchanted was her breakout
0: role for sure Yeah, i would kind of maybe to, say to so that. as well
1: oh, populous cameron though knew her from uh what is it party beach at oh psycho cult. beach
2: party yeah she does have like yeah. a cult following because of that uh special agent uh, uh witkins kind of overseeing carl hanratty chris ellis he's an armageddon
0: oh yeah jennifer
2: yeah he's Hazy. got that look he's um
1: it, it's he a kind small of, role but in, in, in a little bit of time he kind face. of straddled the ron howard uh slash uh steven spielberg universes i'm pretty sure he's like an apollo 13 okay. maybe he's a good, yeah good control good room guy you know yeah better cop yeah. you know would you like to see this movie directed by Ron Howard? Because I would too.
0: It'd be just it'd be fine as well. Sure. It'd be just as good. It'd
2: probably be very similar. It might be just a little less glossy, but. <laughs> <laughs> and these are kind of fun because this is before they uh, sort of hit their stride as well. Uh, Alan Pompeo is in this as one of the. Um,
0: she a nurse or she? A, no, she's a flight attendant. I think she's a flight attendant. She's like no, no, and then uh, Grey's Anatomy. That's kind of mostly what I Grey's know Anatomy her from. Oh, that's her she's, big an thing old,
1: she's an old school. Oh, yeah, she is an old school.
2: Yeah, she's like the main love interest. I actually woman. didn't know she was in this until I kind of like delved You'd through. You'd completely who... forget if you didn't rewatch it. Jennifer Gardner is uh, uh, whatever, the model who is in the
0: hotel, who <laughs> tries to do Prostitute. Famous for alias, but Jordan calling out to you. Ba, ba, woman ba, of the night. 13 Jordan. going on 30. 13 going on 30 was her breakout performance to me, right? <laughs> really stuck with you. <laughs> Razzles. Yeah. Love a
2: good razzle. Uh, Elizabeth Banks plays one of the tellers. Shout out to Rose. We don't have to recast Rose. her. She's in this
1: one. We'll recast her somewhere else.
2: So. <laughs> that's all I really want to touch on. Yeah, it. There's like 150 people in this movie. All yeah,
1: I, I'd say for people
0: that speak and are relevant, that's that's yeah. Enough. Those are the standout stars. I'd say it's yeah. safe to move it on to unverified. Welcome to the Cold Classics Movie Phone. It's December 25th, 2002, and currently in theaters you could have seen The Pianist, (laughs) Chicago, and all that jazz, Two Weeks Notice. I like that movie. It's a dumb romantic comedy. It's a fine movie. Gangs of New York, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers.
2: Oh, that's a good one. That's a real good
0: one. About Schmidt the hot chick also i haven't seen the hot chick well rob you've never seen the
1: hot chick that's not true (laughs) you had tbs your whole
0: life (laughs) uh shout out to our mom star trek nemesis maybe another one that jordan might like made in manhattan don't like that one as much i'm actually a two
1: weeks noticer in that group Made in manhattan's kind of boring it's got ray fines doing like an american accent
0: and and jennifer lopez but you chose catch me if you can Sure uh you chose it. right oh you sure did oh. you got box office on this one well, i mean it's not wrong to see the pianist or chicago those were all like oscar no it's that it's
1: actually like a pretty star so i mean um yeah let me get you give me one lord, lord of the second. rings two towers not a bad call either
0: yeah, yeah that, that was... was like all
1: these would have been good again something's disappeared and we'll see this in the next three weeks what movie are you going to see over the holidays you don't have seven options to move from but this one the budget was 52 million dollars which actually to me, it seems Kinda relatively low, low, especially for
0: this. Like cast. given,
1: given the cast and given what it looks to be like the production.
0: I'd I, I have a fact later, but they yeah, it's a lot of locations. It makes three hundred and fifty-two point
2: one million dollars at the box office, so they got a re- return on their investment. That's a good point, Jordan. Think about that. Like, there, there's not going to be think of all those selections he just listed that you could yeah. have seen
0: around Christmas time and would have seen eventually, probably within like two months. Honestly,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, what's nice is I feel like back in the day, Missed mainstream that. movies like this started their Oscar run before what is now the Oscar season, which is like January through March. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. mid, so, late so you could November. get it for the holiday time. And now there's just, everybody get your tickets to Wonka. Let me know how it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, that's all that's coming out right now, I think. Yeah, it sucks. I feel like the biggest fact we have to talk about are some of the inconsistencies. The main one being uh, the FBI character of Frank. The main inspiration was said to be taken from someone called Joe Shea. Pronunciation check. Probably not Shea, but probably not Shea either. Yeah, S-H-E-A. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I'm going with. Could be Shea. But more on that, uh, there really was no Carl Hanratty. It was like a collection of FBI agents chasing him. And although they made a, yeah, they made one character amalgamation. out of,
1: yeah, yeah. an amalgamation of many different characters. And I don't hate it. You and know, know, they're like, it
0: makes for a better story. I get
1: why me. you do it for a story, like streamlining, you know, mm. but I do believe he did befriend somebody later on in his life. Joe Shea, Shea or Joe Shea, Joe Shea, but it's like, he
2: wasn't there the whole time, right? right? Yeah. He was just the guy. Mm-hmm. The more I read about this Frank Abagnale guy.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> not a not big Abagnale. fan of it. Not i I've acknowledged. Oh no, Abagnale. he's just a con artist who, In my seems opinion, like a, he conned seems like himself. A real dick. A Spielberg movies. What he did. <laughs> well, well in that case, that's Well done. Yeah. And a lot masters.
2: of and a lot of corporate speaking gigs. I think the rest of his life, that's what he does now, right? <laughs> he Before. actually he said this until he saw the results of Leo's uh, work. The real Frank didn't think dicaprio was suave enough to play him
1: that's a bold what an oh, arrogant fuck. son of a bitch now having that said <laughs> he, had just, he just watched him though in, in, in man in the iron mask and for half of that Beautiful. he was like woo, woo, woo. that's true <laughs> but then he got out and he was like good so you know at, at that point in in in, in uh, leo's career i'm not against frank Avenel's assessment assessment <laughs> uh we didn't know we
0: didn't know until now we didn't know we didn't know how much. We well, I'll get it. I have a fact on that somewhere. I'll that's why it's kind of out. you're
2: kind of you're kind of like peeling the, peeling the the curtain back, which I'm not
0: really loving. Technology is you're catching sure, up with them. Yeah, well, just things are being showing me documented. the magician's tricks. Uh, I wish I believed. Insane. Uh, onto that location thing, I was saying uh, the production used 157 different locations throughout North America to get the vintage. Like a lot. Yeah, that's a. To- I mean, they had to get. I mean, vintage 60s buildings and architecture. So, I mean, I, I get why, but wow. That's a lot.
2: That's probably a lot of the budget right there. It's just.
1: You know what all it would location. be now? A couple set pieces and, yeah, and green true. screen. Be, and, it's, and it wouldn't be as good. It'd be that screen that follows you with the actual, just like That's the, exactly yeah. what it would be. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The weird thing is their budget would be $200. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it'd be way more, but it'd be easier to Straight make. Straight to Netflix. Exactly. It'd be. I'll save it because that's a talking point I want to do.
0: I have another character point fact that I don't hate that they did it for the movie, but all of the stuff about, uh, Epic nails, father being a hustler was made up. And also what was made up is after he ran out, when he found out his parents were getting divorced at 16, he never spoke to either of his parents ever again. So they just made up the entire interaction with Christopher Walken and all the Christmas, Stop! meetings. And stuff. but it doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't ruin the movie for me. We have to accept that he's a con artist, he lied about most of this and it just makes a great movie. No, it doesn't ruin the movie for me either. Not at all. I, I do think I think the biggest thing is
1: he did defraud him for that amount of money or close to what they say in the movie. That's a big thing, right? Well, it was yeah, close most to that of his, amount. Like,
2: most of his crimes were like against his family and like he was like he's kind of a stalker against some women, I guess was it just wouldn't have been a pretty picture if it was the real story.
0: True. If we here, yeah, like, here I found it here actually. It wasn't until 2021 that it was proven that the majority, that all of his major and minor cons portrayed in the film are either false or highly embellished. The (laughs) truth was revealed over the last several decades by multiple unaffiliated journalists, documentary filmmakers, FBI officials, state officials, including state governors, medical institutions, individual victims of the crimes, and more. So a lot of people came forward to be like, eh. that's so all the questions and animosities we have Frank? with the story. Well, when, conf- just when confronted with these facts, Frank has admitted to lying or embellishing the truth, though he generally avoids answering these we questions. He's a liar. He's a con artist.
1: I lied. duck. Uh, get out of my face, reporter. You <laughs> dirty journo. Um, I, I do have uh, uh, an interesting fact about the Tom Hanks casting. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg was like, "Oh, I really want Tom Hanks for this role, but I, I, almost didn't approach him because I didn't think he'd take a side role or or a supporting role." Right. And when approached, Tom Hanks like a good role is a good role as long as it comes from Steven Spielberg. I'm filling that part in, but like you know,
0: and as long as I, I get a good portion is- of that fifty million dollars, <laughs> I like <laughs> Look, that's, yes.
2: that's kind of a stand up move for Tom Hanks, though. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I was like, that. When the, when- I like that move.
0: But let's say he's
1: probably in his late for- mid to late 40s here, right? He's already done everything, and this is a Spielberg
0: movie, and it is a good role, so. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah, of things lining yeah. up there. I get it. A uh, little fact as to why I think also just the, the set design, the, the whole aesthetic works so well. Uh, they had about 130 day players playing bit part acts, uh, 3,000 to 4,000 background extras, and 100 costume changes throughout the film. And all of those people need practical. Makes sense. And all those Practical people would have made wardrobe.
1: So, I mean, that's a that's a bunch. And it shows. It shows. I mean, the, the costume and set design is a large portion of this movie, as it is every movie, right? But it's, this it's really... Period piece, yeah. You know, it really sparkles. Um, Steven Spielberg, uh, after reading the book, it resonated with him because when he was a young adult... He would just walk onto the Paramount lot with a suitcase and pretend that he worked there and people eventually just let him in. And that's kinda how he got his foot in the door in the movie making business. You hear that everybody's doing
2: that on TikTok now. You just gotta if, as long as you wear like a construction vest and have some confidence, it seems like you can get like to any festival or like sporting event. You can get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of you know, people are like, I what are you gonna do? I read this I read this before I watched the movie and I forgot to I forgot to remember it. I forgot it um, all road, all road and concrete surfaces are wet in every shot uh, even though the scenes take place in sunny weather apparently dry roads tend to look dirty and rough and are visually distracting whereas wet roads appear to be cleaner a lot of movie sets do that it gives it better really? lighting and, and like
1: not I not a lot that. of movies
0: but yeah it yeah, kind of gives you'll it you'll like a better it lighting. A lot. super cool but I will say I did notice it kind of more so in this movie that's
1: because the movie is so like Vibrant and oversaturated and like the light, the coloring yeah. and the light.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I have an answer for you. Maybe how we only how we saved so much money and only needed 50, 50 million. Uh, the, that, the scenes in the French Frank? classroom were filmed at McKinley School in Pasadena during a six month break. Uh, and then when they were back in session, the crew ended up coming back to the school and removed a bunch of set pieces that the school had been using since they stopped filming. <laughs> So would that save him? $5,000? Yeah, I, I mean, vintage sets, so it's kind of weird they'd be using, like, old desk and, like, 60s stuff. Yeah, if anything, the To
2: Tell the Truth clip actually happened. Frank was a, a guest on To Tell the Truth. You can actually see the episode on YouTube. Go check that out. I think I will after this. I think I. think um, I think I will as well.
1: I do believe if you own the DVD and bought it around this time, there's so many bonus features where they show you, like, the entire episode on it. Oh, cool. So if you have, <laughs> like, the d- like if you have a DVD,
0: <laughs> pop that in and give it a try. If you
1: have a TVD from 2002 Two. to 2006, it's got it all on there. Um, there is a cameo from the original Frank Abagnale Jr. You're going to notice him in the end scene. He's like the detective outside the printing press in Mont Rashad. What's it called? Mount Rashad. Mont Rashad. um. Rashad taking... Um, the character of he's himself he's like the first French officer
2: to like approach him i paused mm-hmm. it for that just to get a glimpse of yeah, the bastard look at him D-
1: did you did you feel he was almost as, as smug as jerry seinfeld the entire run <laughs> he
0: kind of looks <laughs> like seinfeld. he looks <laughs> like chevy chase or something
1: yeah a little bit older chevy chase i get that i right don't know a round face i mean I'm, I'm not saying he was not a good actor or bad actor but i'm like he
0: he's like yeah this is yeah, <laughs> this my, my made-up life story yeah <laughs> I'm nailing this. I'm pretty good at this. Tell a fish story about that. <laughs> uh, the book that this was based on, uh, when the film was released, it had actually been out of publication uh, in print for several years. So naturally, they you know put it back into print. But they had to make an alteration to the end of the book to coincide better with the movie. Apparently, his truth had shifted a bit. And you know, we wanted to make it a little better storytelling. I think it was just about making Carl a character. Yeah, you needed yeah. somebody to play off against because without
1: that,
2: I think the movie would lack, you know, the back and forth that we all like. Someone catching you, you know. Along with that, like, I guess the, crisp, the call on Christmas, like, is Frank was like, I would never give myself away like that. Like, of course, you just, you know, sometimes you got to yeah, lie in the book a bit.
0: Uh, the last kind of truth I have here that's a bit of a. Truth? Yeah, well. It's not what this segment is. Uh, unverified, true. But, uh,. <laughs> he was not taken in Mount Rashad in a epic standoff at a printing thing. Uh, someone recognized him from a wanted poster in a grocery store and he was arrested. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's not, as no. Funny. <laughs> and I don't believe it was overseas. I think he was just stateside get
2: groceries. And someone's like, Hey, uh, Leo was an ironic choice for the lead as Frank because, um, the real Frank was resembled to look more like an adult at a young age. Whereas Leo kind of is the opposite looks, like a kid? Um, when I was watching
0: that, Meg and I were talking Except about it. He, he doesn't look old enough to do anything. <laughs> Even when he's at and the... You know, at the same he, time, he passes he look, for high school. And he doesn't also look young enough to play the young part. But I'll get to that in a second. <sighs> That's called 25 or however old he is. You know,
1: you're
2: just in the middle. <laughs> uh, they adapted it into an uh, onstage uh, musical production uh, on Broadway. And uh, the person who played Frank Abagnale was Aaron Tevett, who did Grease Live, Danny Zuko. Oh, huh and he's also in Schmigadoon still haven't really Mm. checked it out that much but the director of uh, Catch Me If You Can uh, on Broadway did like uh, I think like Hairspray and some other big ones too so kind of
1: interesting there I don't know I mean it's entertaining but I don't know if I'd like this as a play right who can you know, say the set piece in that cast? Maybe be probably good. not because it's no, not this have is Leonardo shade. DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, and Christopher Walken. And we're missing one important aspect, which got, got Adam Spielberg yeah. from Schmigadoon. Got Adam to the vet from Schmigadoon.
0: Per usual, big big star-studded cast, big director, lots of fun lore. But we're going to move on to questions, comments. I have no animosities. QCA. Uh, We've said it a bunch, so I'll just get started with this. It's a great score from John Williams. It's a little different than what you usually get from him because it's very stylistic. So it's not, you know, free balling John Williams doing exactly what he wants, but it's great. It's time period stylistic with
2: how we it's not really a noir movie but with with the crime and heistiness of it all it kind of reminds me in the 60s I guess just maybe is what's putting me it, there it feels like a cat
1: burglar in the 60s you know somebody that kind might of, wear a yeah. turtleneck that we're finding. I do want to say this Mr. Uh, Goo. normally I wouldn't mention it but I, I actually I, I love the opening title sequence along oh. with the score it really sets the tone I like that oh, animation love that. Oh, it, is it actually I
0: might be one of my favorite parts of the movie you know? kind of so long sick. it's almost James Bond-ish it tells a whole story mm-hmm. It does, but it's entertaining, unlike any a James Bond beginnings. I got a comment, maybe an animosity. Leo's a little too old to be playing that teenager at the beginning. What are you gonna do? It just you it gotta... looks off. It, or maybe it's just how enamored he is with his father that it's off-putting or something. Something's weird about it. That's that... where your animosity lies. I feel like he's. I feel like he's right there. It's
2: just when he tries to act like he's a substitute teacher or a pilot or. That's... a... <laughs>
0: that's That's where that's where where it's also i think both (laughs) sides of it are wrong i agree um
1: i see where cameron's coming back from a little bit that he's he's overdoing the childishness uh, a little more than a teenager but i think that happens when adults play younger people sometimes uh but to to mark's point though like everything else man he tears it up he really jumps off the screen with the charm and the suave some would say suave yeah the balls on that kid
2: like stand up in front of that class and
1: I think that's the craziest thing he did in the whole movie it's not stealing from the government that takes balls because we didn't know he's a criminal yet that's expulsion as
0: a teenager what a psycho i love that he was trying to uh schedule a field trip to a french bread factory yeah. <laughs> like why would, you go, why would you be that ballsy with it just keep keep
2: it low-key
1: it was only a week too he had a student teacher conferences within that week yeah who would jesus slow it down mr schneebly I can't be sure. I was going to mention Mr. Schneebly. The guy, Brad, that shoulders him, I'm not positive that he's the same guy from Remember the Titans that says you've been a lot different since you became friends with black people, here, But it is. It is and it is, and I don't know if it's the same person, but doesn't it feel like it? I kind you guys of exact, know what I'm talking about. I know it exactly is what it you're is. talking about weird mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, I'm following that. I think it's the same guy. <laughs>
2: in that same scene let's put just the real story aside real relationships between him and carl him and his dad sure just when they when he smirks after getting out of the principal's office with his dad that little moment like father-son con
0: yeah but we find out it goes too far though when he's like tell me to stop tell me to stop stop. (laughs) having that said up until that moment great father-son relationship right yeah not too shabby
1: i do have a question based off the relationship at what point do you think um christopher walken the dad character knew that his son is like the whole time he knew he was conning from the get go, from the yeah, first he's meeting in like, Waldorf.
0: He's, he's sixteen and he said he's becoming a pilot in like Even a month, the letters. like a month. Yeah. He he didn't believe any but, of it.
1: But like did he did he know he was like completely scamming or just like lying to him? At some it point it transitioned.
2: I think it was completely apparent at the fancy lunch. Yeah. Okay. By then when, we knew. When, when he's he like, Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Someplace exactly. I think that, that was he's like kinda winked at him at the end like Yeah. Like we're whatever the, you're doing, keep it up. We're all suckers. We're all
1: suckers here. Yeah, but he was completely in favor of it the whole time. Don't give okay. up. Never stop. Can't stop. Write it
2: <laughs> to the ground. Write it to the grave. It's the <laughs> second mouse. Be that second
0: mouse.
1: <laughs> all right. So now for the next 20 minutes, we're each going to do quote a, We're going to do a. <laughs>
0: we're going to do a line reading of that. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I got an animosity possibly for you here. There are so many easier professions to impersonate. And maybe get by, doctor, lawyer. And like a pilot, you kind of need to know a lot of things for those. I get he wants money and status, but like, I don't know. So I'm going to flip it because he
1: never uh, uh, onto that point, right? He never impersonates being a pilot. He just kind of cheats the system. To the fly, other two true. professions he does, and I think the most,
2: the craziest one is doctor. Yeah, that's insane.
0: Like, you like don't think how, gonna be how can you
1: at- fake it?
2: Yeah. Although, yeah, Cameron, that is a big gap between like substitute teacher and pilot like there's some something in between like like general manager of like a subway or something yeah well granted, i don't know I don't how much he can, he can heist do from that. that but you'd <laughs> have to
1: you'd have to do so much as a general he just manager steals from the
2: cash register
1: yeah <laughs> that's that, fine. that that's the way it would be the thing about the doctor is obviously doesn't know any medical stuff but he was like the chief out of like 20 people at night think how much paperwork he would have to do for that month or month and a half yeah, he they doesn't have, know how to do
0: there's no idea how to do any of that I, I guess should've... the answer is he just fakes it and doesn't do it. And they're like, man, nothing is getting done here. I get that he's going for a money grab and he's just trying to get around, but they are crazy professions to try to take up. But to that point, it's
1: uh, albeit maybe now all lies from the guy that wrote the book about his it life. It seems like at least 80%. Well, so it's, it's so much more exciting that way, because if he did just con somebody as a
2: bank teller or whatever, that's what makes this movie so exciting. True. and just, I'm thinking like some of these professions like have like, they they grant you these checks right that you can cash. Where it seems uh, back where, then, where it seems like if you're an employee at you know a Chipotle or something, you're waiting for just your paycheck to. De- well, I, I suppose what they all
1: have in common is, especially back then, and even in today's standards, they're in quotes back then way more respectable like jobs it's like oh true these guys can't do it i mean pilots were just a step down for astronauts probably at that work time gets, he a
0: corporate like, office hide the corner and just go in every day looking like the bell of the ball and just don't do anything he, he didn't want to
1: work guys wanted to cash <laughs> checks and and get high-end prostitutes in manhattan and look like he was a kid he couldn't work <laughs> that's true that's true but he was capable of learning a lot about checks, right? You know,
0: how to make them. He really should have just gotten into the check making game. I think that's what it was what doing he did by at the end. end yeah. I, okay, you know what? Animosity against the parents. I'm finding animosities left and right here, Jordan. I'm siding with Leo here. His parents? Uh, Leo's parents. They yeah, did a bad The animosities are going to be these compromised characters, Cameron. This a <laughs> got us into this mess for sure. True. But before that, they did a bad job explaining that the divorce was happening. I will side with Leo okay. on that. It was kind of confusing. Just sign a name. I- what yeah, made it? It. I wondered, I wonder that, right? Because mm-hmm. in the moment you're like,
1: this is just too rush. Do you think it's from the point of view of Frank's memory of what happened? It could have been a week long process. It's like, hey, we're really going to need you to think about this. <laughs> could have been an office, like you know. I I thought about that too because the way it plays out on screen is rushed, and weird. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't run and go to crime, but I could see. I don't want to live with anybody. I want to fly in the sky. Come fly
2: with me. <laughs> no, that was That's not, the, that was not very clear though. I agree. Yeah. Like, was, and the, and the agent was kind of a dick about it. He's like, it don't be, you know, pull your pants up, you know? Yeah. A
1: right, name. I mean, up, name. Hey, most of this is lawyer talk, but you got to decide. Why didn't just one of them decide? And it turns out. And I think the real answer is as much as Frank Abagnale, senior loved him. I can't be. Bouncing around single life with a kid. <laughs> I got this new apartment, my wife's back and yeah. Senior's kind of like, or go whatever. sign her name. Yeah,
0: yeah. Go with the mom. No no wrong answer, but if you could sign that mom of yours. Kinda of got plans tonight, Frank. Just comment without the internet, I would just be hopeless as Frank Apignale Junior. I wouldn't be able to do a thing. Oh, I'm actually the reverse. I see this movie. I'm like, gosh, I wish
1: I could have lived in 1980 and just been a con artist.
0: Go town to town. Well, I'm just even saying as far as, uh, well, I agree with you, Jordan, but to Mark's point, I'm just saying like going to an interview like the, the the flight, like CEO of like Pan Am. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to need to Google what these badges are. And if I can't get that information, you just got to watch old James Bond.
1: I, I did like how throughout the movie you... When he didn't know how to do something. He watched a TV episode. He watched James Bond. He watched a movie. And he tried to replicate it. But he quite obviously failed. And the biggest example of that was in the courtroom. There should have been... I've got a question about that scene. Okay. After he goes through the whole... The people of the court. The people of the jury. I say this. You know, whatever. That whole scene. Uh-huh. The courtroom. The courtroom and the judge is like what in the sam Hell are you doing that would get back to his father-in-law yeah like, like this I think son's, your son's an son-in-law's an idiot <laughs> like you should really check like maybe he's not a con artist and he hasn't done all this but he's a real dumb idiot like that would get back to him right you'd assume um i do believe remember reading and this is when the movie came out that he really did pass the bar exam but that could all be fabricated now someone <laughs> can't be true okay i do believe new orleans is one of those states where you don't have to go to law school you can just take the bar and pass it though is that true I think there's a handful of states where you don't have
2: to go to law school
1: and you can just take the bar exam.
2: It feels you like you could, like how you can just go online and be like ordained and just marry. anybody. <laughs> I'm ordained.
1: Yeah, you can marry
2: anybody, yeah, but Cameron's none
1: ordained. of that can was. I might be even ordained if, from your, from it, your
0: basement. It,
2: even if you go
1: through the priesthood, like marriages don't count for anything until you go to a courthouse. Like you need the government to marry you. Anything else is just
0: yeah, uh, semantics. Ordained. I have some notary stamps, if so that means anything. <laughs> Uh, is it safe to say, one, I think we all hate Frank's mom, and that if, one, she wouldn't have cheated and split up the family, he never would have started a life of crime, and two, if she wouldn't have given him up to to handratty and shown his face, he probably would have gotten away with it forever. Um. So Frank Abagnale Sr. is obviously a bad guy, and he did tax
1: fraud, right? It seems but so. But they depict him as at least a loving husband. Yeah. Who may or may not have cheated we don't know probably it a was, patriot you know, and a war time. hero a, a, a loving dad if not a good dad but she ne- they never depicted her as anything like nothing nice or good or loving or anything to not her. really but again this is coming from like, dance, the whole time
2: there's such a sweet dance and in, in the christmas time
1: the the worst the worst part is how quickly and again i don't exactly know the timeline but how quickly she cheats in the apartment they just moved into <laughs> well i'm starting a new life <laughs> Uh, thanks for the sandwich, Paula, and hey Frankie, I just banged your mom. That's exact that's him. Yeah. Yep, I
0: know who you're I just talking. had sex with your mom. <laughs> I have I have a genuine this is probably my biggest question of the entire movie. When Frank's in LA, how does he know enough people to throw a party right before he becomes a doctor? Who are all those people? He's on the run.
2: Money, money, hey. money, money
0: i love that scene because i think it's just he
1: he wants to be he just he's grown and he's become friends with people he lives in the He can't
0: stay in places for a long time he has to, like come and go in a few weeks it seems like two week periods he probably just probably like, like a back back of then, coke it, and like people just started coming okay that's fair it's just like a party No, well, i 60s. have no
2: idea but that, i think just with with his money and stature i think probably back then that. it was it,
0: it it was grass or heroin probably really Question. I don't think Coke quite hit yet. Do you guys think if you stayed long enough in the cockpit as he did, you'd pick up, like, at least kind of, you you think you could learn to fly that way? i'd actually like to bring up that i think most of those instruments do nothing
1: (laughs) and it's just there for looks i I think that if i sat there for 10 (laughs) years i'd be like this is most of these are made up and they don't do a thing do you think all those instruments really do anything i'm sure
0: they're measuring things if you need them on the regular are you sure no idea of course but i think
2: i would trust like a seven-year-old who like plays Fortnite every day to land a plane for me rather than
0: me landing a plane for me just looking at watching. you should. There's not that much flying in Fortnite, Mark. You should pick a flying game. <laughs> I just mean like toggles. <laughs> I got you. I think I maybe could. One, based on my video game experience. I don't think you could. I have a little leg on Leo's character on that. We've played flying games. I get I get it a little bit. Two, if I sat there for a few months, yeah, I think I could pick it up. I think I could be the co-pilot
1: for 15 years, and when they're like, all right, take the wheel, I'm like, oh, no. You just fake, fake like, a faint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, no. I got I got that lightheadedness again. But Cameron, he wasn't sitting there for the whole flight. He was trying to get stewardess to have sex with him because he's got a chain. That's true. That's true. Must have just slipped right off your neck. <laughs> okay, I want to bring this up because it's a motif that happens four times, and it's the reason we're doing it now. Mm-hmm. I love the Christmas motif and the conversations between uh, Frank and, and HandReady. Having that said, mm-hmm. I think this is in no way a Christmas movie, right? We can all agree, or is there any discrepancy? No. There? This is a Christmas movie. I think movie it lands in-
2: perfectly between Thanksgiving and like December 1st. I, th- I, think, any, I think right around that 15-day period is a great place to watch this movie
1: i think this is a good christmas day release movie love when they released
0: it in in real time i agree if you saw this movie like during the christmas time this has this has great emotional christmas scenes but this is as much a christmas movie as uh oh my god it just slipped my mind Batman 2. Wow, I would uh, hard. Iron Man 2. Uh, uh, both of those, I would actually say, are kind of Christmas movies. <laughs> I don't know how felonies work, and I know you can't get certain jobs, but it seems like he could have a career in law after this. It seems like he actually learned a profession throughout no this. No way you could be a lawyer after having felonies, Probably right? not, but he's also working for the FBI, so, you know, who who's to say? Maybe they scrub it all. I don't think you could be anything that would have, like, a government seal and approval, like, to get licensing or whatever true but he did learn a profession through this wasn't all he's mm-hmm. still alive i think so i, uh, I would assume so i, I think. wonder if they're still I've, you know
2: keeping his head to the grindstone
0: what's still conning or still <laughs> is that how you say that oh you know like for the fbi just, yeah he's got like just,
2: in prison. he's still in that room under the closet just like you know <laughs> you're still not free frank so i've never been in prison um
1: or sentenced to anything and had to work for the FBI, but that's how I feel at work every day. I'm like,
0: hey guys, <laughs> how much longer do I have to? How be? long do I got
2: to? <laughs> like until we tell you to stop. Like, Frank oh, wanted to go back God. being the mailman and eating.
1: Oh, I do have a question about that. I guess I don't know to what conviction Frank Abagnale Sr. got, but I didn't think there's any way he could work for the United States Postal Service if he was convicted of anything, because that's a government job too, I right? Say, no I government don't job think, for I him. You're after right. This.
2: What What do we think of Tom uh, Tom Hanks' accent? It's it's not great. Not Boston great at all.
0: In fact, I w- it's definitely Boston adjacent. It's bad enough that I was going to throw it out as a, uh, <laughs> as a Mount Rushmore option of the wild accents of Tom <laughs> Hanks, but it's a, it's a Northeast city. You pick it. Mount Rashad. Yeah. It's
1: not Baltimore cuz I know those guys got a weird one and I only know that because Kathy Bates tried one for a whole season of uh <laughs> This American one feels
0: pretty story. glaring to me. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's definitely not good, it's but not enough to ruin it or take me out of it. It's still he's such a lovable character. It's almost bad enough that it makes it good again. I don't know. What's
1: weird about this it's is lovable he's because it's okay, him, I think, yeah. So because it's not our Mount Rushmore, he's definitely done some accents and he's had like successes and misses and one of them is obviously the terminal. Right? That's just supposed to be some Slavic country or whatever. Mm. So we know we could do every other things. Why did he go so hard in the paint if this isn't a real character? Why not Steven just be it? Steven Spielberg Tom Hanks? didn't
0: tell him to stop, you know? So no one told him to stop. Then tell me to stop. <laughs> and Frank told me, tell keep me to keep going. Stop. That was based off them, Cameron. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, my, he's uh, not going to tell Tom. My
2: second question is Has anybody here seen Kelly? Kelly <laughs> of the ahead. Those
1: is red and size are blue. Is <laughs> I've got that song. I have, I've seen this movie so many times when it came out. Uh, this I actually, this is the first time I've watched it in years because I truly burned it out as a Somewhat kid. the same. That I'm like. I, I was regretting watching this. As, I'm like, oh, this is going to be homework for I could the have podcast. done this
2: without watching it.
1: Oh, I could have easily done
2: it. For, least I'm least glad like I watched 10, it for some of the nuances. Times.
1: But having that said, here's a question to you guys. Once you got into it, once you got like into the cons
0: past the school time, you're like, God, I'm in. I'm hooked. I'm going to watch it, this. It mind. takes until so awesome. the uh, airport con starts for me, and then it just literally takes off from there.
2: The airport con? I le- for me, it's right when he starts... Um like when the we see like the the model plane soaking in the bath and he's starting to forge the checks. love that montage. Visualization. I like the montage, scene. I like the montage. The montage is good. It's a good montage,
1: and it, it it really doesn't. I mean, it has all movies have a little bit of lows, but I think they add to them. But all the way till the end, I'm like, I'm in this movie,
0: and I've seen it a it's lot a of times. It's a long movie,
2: but it doesn't feel like you're sitting there for two and a half hours.
0: No, and if Tom it's Hanks like would have just checked that wallet, he could have been two hours shorter. Yeah, right. Love that. I, the,
1: there's so many scenes that you, you love every moment of them, and that's just another example.
2: Are you taking the money from, from young Frank if you're old Frank? Yeah. You're taking the car? I'm, I'm yeah, not I'm
0: taking the car. <laughs> I'm not taking the car. I'm taking absolutely you're everything. I'm not going to find that car, and they're going to take that from me. Yeah. I'm taking it's a flashy. That's what I'm looking for. Taking plane tickets. I'm going to that wedding. Yeah, sure. Are you can fly me around and to stuff. give me some ones and vibes. Although, I mean, then it's going to be like, where would you get those tickets? We're looking for your son. When did you last see your son? There's a lot of issues with that.
1: Dude. Oh, I guess at that point, he already knew that the FBI is looking
0: for Yeah, he for needs him. cash at that point. I'll buy my own ticket with cash. And I'm sure they didn't need as much ID and credentials back then to fly. So, I mean, go on a fake, um, go on a fake name.
1: I don't think you needed any credentials. I think you just needed a yeah, ticket so. with any name. I easy, don't think... easy. It's fun how throughout the movie uh, Frank and Carl speak to each other, but they only have that one interaction
0: until the end of the movie. They only are face to face like twice, right? Although technically at the airport, but Carl doesn't know. I have an animosity on that. Even when the FBI agents say it, he could just rent a car, drive anywhere in the country, and fly out of there. That's a hundred percent what he should have done instead of sending up a con, setting up a contest at a college. And having but a, I'm not in New York. Where do you? And I'm not in Atlanta. I'm not this. Where do yeah. get the Where get the pianist? I'm not New well, York. Where did he get all the resources for this contest? So okay. Also,
2: if I'm Brent, so, I'm sorry. If I'm Brenda, I missed those instructions, and I'm not at the airport at 10 a.m. or wherever I need well, to be in my. And and oh I no, definitely
0: stuffed at least a handful of those bills in my panties. <laughs> I'm
1: money. keeping
2: some of it somewhere. <laughs>
1: Ooh, got a real big question about Brenda and her situation with her parents. She is again disowned, right? That's probably that she just brought a. She just brought.
0: <laughs> A whole other level Poor of her I, Brenda. Whole other level I'm of shame. Mo- I feel the worst for her. She lost.
2: So she much. really did. She almost had it all. Yeah. There's a bit- Brenda might be pushing mail. Like she might have gotten caught up in that. Hopefully she didn't leave Brenda the hospital. pushing daisies. I feel like that was <laughs> probably <a> pretty sad <laughs> ending. Is like I feel. Oh, I feel no. Brenda's on security
1: watch. Like Brenda. that's gotta be bad because she already got. You know, she had her procedure. She had the abortion. Her parents wrote her off. Hey, but they, and this they got is not got to too. So well. maybe
0: there'll be a little more understanding, but
1: probably not. No, they're going to be angry, and they're going to have to take it out on someone, <laughs> and it's going to be Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> like that—that's my guess. Uh, Brenda's. Let's her see dad that hated her. By the way, he did. <laughs> oh, to begin what do you yeah. see?
2: What do you see in
1: her? <laughs> <laughs> You seem like a good con guy. I don't trust you a bit. What are you with? He wasn't looking out for her. He's like, what do you see? Oh, a see lawyer
0: in and stupid, a doctor and daughter? blah blah blah. Yeah, and a Lutheran. Although I did, you're oh, not that, a Lutheran.
2: That's what. <laughs> I'm not a Lutheran. That's actually one of the funnier parts of the movie. <laughs> that's a great part of this whole movie. Is just the, like interlaced comedy, even in the serious moments and like the crime moments. I mean,
0: after this movie, one of my favorite things to say for a while was, "Knock, knock." Go fuck yourself. That was a good joke. I probably, yeah, I actually remember dad quite liking that joke. <laughs> really leaning
2: into it. And even the setup uh, of the second one. where you Want to hear a
0: joke. Want to hear a joke. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And just let it ride. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything except the call uh, when uh, Frank is trying to give up and and be like, hey, Carl, could you just leave me alone? When he's in the New Orleans bar around mm-hmm. Christmas. Love that bar. Very want to Nice looking bar. That's all I'm saying. I really want to drink there. I do not want to drink where Frank Abagnale Sr. No. is a uh, postman.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be there at all. I'm not a dive bar guy. Never have been. I know some people are. Uh, question to you guys. What's your favorite life he lived? What's your favorite con of his?
1: I mean,
2: obviously. Pilot. Pilot's the most Pilot. Fun.
0: That's the most adventurous one. There's too much baggage with the Brenda. Dr. A lot lawyer of stuff. baggage with Brenda. Yeah. But I will say the doctor stuff, that whole
1: apartment complex. This is mint linen or whatever he says. The fondue. That was some swinging times. That was like the swinging six no, sixties. That, was that wasn't man. too bad. That was a little fun. If we could have leaned into that
2: more, it would have been enjoyable. But it, but it's obviously the the, the James fun. Bond era. There's a happy. There's Ooh. a there's a nice window in there where he's wearing suits and kind of being a pilot, kind of looking for a new con. Kind of yeah. Just, he's kind of in between. He's trying on identities. He just has all the checks that he. Could, he is there a point where he could have stopped and been okay?
0: Yeah, I think the whole yeah. time. In fact, when he's talking to Brenda, he's like, there's enough money in here to last us for the rest of our lives, Brenda. The rest of our lives. It, it is in cash. But though. at that time, he was trying to get out of the game, though. He was trying to settle down and go legit. So, I mean, he had the money. He took the suitcases with him. So, theoretically, yeah, he didn't have to keep going.
1: I honestly think, though, once he left the United States and went overseas... If he had not continued crimes there, he would have been fine. He yeah. could have just lived overseas. I think so, too. He, like, the entire I don't time. I he
0: would have been extradited. I don't think the governments would have cared about him as long as he wasn't defrauding them. Because even Han yeah, Ratty they're, was
2: like, they're, they're like, you're, you're in, at your end of your leash here. Like, you're, you're not going to find him.
0: If you can't catch him in Miami or wherever the hell they were, you're not going to catch him overseas. Yeah. But he did. Well, he was right because he was bagged at a grocery store from a wanted poster. Um, what's your <laughs> stop bringing up the facts? We're not here for the facts. Boo this man. I don't want to go on a quoting,
2: but I just I want to mention a couple of the, the quotes that I loved. Mm-hmm. The two mice, obviously. Um, the why do the Yankees always win? They're always staring at the pinstripes.
0: Uh, why didn't I concur? Oh, Love the concur one. actually hits I, not, hard. That, that, this movie didn't teach me the word concur, but I sure <laughs> used it a hell of a lot after it. Why didn't I concur? I used it.
2: I used it way more than I did Yeah <laughs> Cameron touched on that you're not a Lutheran. Um, the knock knock joke. Where are you going, Frank? Someplace exotic. Where are you going? Someplace exotic. Sometimes
1: I was, I'll I'll bust that out on like Cameron, like where are you going? You going someplace exotic? Ooh, can I make a side note? When he takes a bite of the eclair, I'm like, that's a big bite. It's a that's a good. It looks like
2: a good eclair though. Especially,
0: especially you're coming from, you're coming from
1: France for, uh, on an airline. For,
0: you assume they're gonna nah, have to. No, 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 no.
1: That's coming from the airline though. That, those days are gone. <laughs> I'll tell you that's smoking <laughs> and. That Those days are gone. Getting a Claire on a plane. Things I want to say is just the look of this movie is so great. The lighting, the, the cinematography. Just,
0: I love this movie so This is, this so is beco- much. of course, beloved by the Cold Classic Podcast. We, we quote it all the time. It's a great Spielberg, Leo, Hanks movie. All three of them knocked it out of the park. Walking. Well, let us know some of your favorite parts of this movie. But we're going to move it on to recasting. Re- It's a pretty big star-studded cast this week, but we're just going to keep it pretty simple. Uh, the main ones are going to probably start with Brenda. Did anyone have any lower people than that? No,
2: I don't think it's, I think it's worth doing anything too much lower than that. Brenda.
0: Um, Brenda, Brenda. I have two that I'm fine with, but uh, I'm just going to put Isla Fisher. That makes sense. A little looks like. Yeah, a little looks and like that's... there. Um, yeah. I did
2: uh, Kirsten Dunst. Ooh, I kind of like that. I could see that working. Cause thing. go back and listen to our less looks like, but still could work.
1: No, she just feels right. Kind of like naive, I guess is is a real common theme of Which this. show. That's kind of yeah, Brenda, that's, what, yeah. that's what you need. Um, fun mine fun may Brenda. not be great, but I want Rachel McAdams, Notebook era work, yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yep. Yeah,
0: I could see that working in there. What would you think of uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? Stick it with the redhead shirt. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the mat- camera's really going good. straight doppelganger here. Um, and good actresses. I'll, how about uh, who's in Zero Dark 30? Jessica Fishing. Chastain, shall we? There we go. And then when we filled out the roster, those are all the people who could have done it. <laughs>
2: Molly Ringwald, if it was in <laughs> it the 80s. Like, was no was like where do we stop? <laughs> has to be redhead.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it could be so many people. Mine wasn't like crazy inspired. Uh, do we want to yeah, move it on either. to Paula, the Frank's mother? Mm-hmm. Let's I do it. I tried to keep it French. I only had one actress on the top of my head. It was Marion. Everybody has it.
2: Yep, that's all three of ours. You you like do, It's right? Not mine. I did just oh. someone foreign with an actress, Selma Hayek. Oh, oh more, just, yeah, sure. We're switching I France like to better. Mexico. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's. I fun. mean, he, he, good for, <laughs> yeah, good that
1: was World Senior. War Two. <laughs> well, she was overseas. <laughs> So that was a world war camera she was helping the troops or something Cameron's pulling I, out I,
2: all the facts now <laughs> jordan i as well went with
1: camera because i don't know enough french actresses
0: uh she's in inception and a bunch of other things but that's other than that she's in the Chris christopher nolan metaverse true uh, let's move it on to Frank Senior. This one was hard for me, kind of harder than the main two. Yeah, this one was. This hard. one jumped off the page, and I feel like every time I say this, I'm saying the same name, and I'm not happy about it. But Michael Keaton would kill this role. Well, you know what? I actually had him down as my option, so I'm going to say that's actually kind of a good one. Con man, lovable okay. guy, Michael, like
1: a little a little
2: wink in your eye. A little, let him do the
1: to my speech. I'm in.
2: A little goofy, a little wacky, lovable though. That's the important part. Yeah, then if you guys are, yeah, you beat me out, then I did John Voight. I get that. Yeah, that works for me, too. No, it's fine. It's fine. I did Gene Hackman. Two against one. It's fine.
0: I did Gene Hackman as my backup, then someone else who'd be kind of maybe... You're Maybe. so weird. What? Oh, Gene Hackman. I thought you meant Gene Wilder. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Gene Wilder wouldn't be, wouldn't be great. <laughs> too weird. He we went right, right to Gene Wilder. I'm on a roll,
1: so I'm going to try it. Two little mice! <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, you've had better. All
1: right, take it out. You know, you've you've had, I was on the. You've
0: had better Wilder yells than that. I think he could have done it. It's a Michael Caine role as well. I thought so, too, but you get the, the, the accent to that. The way. accent, but yeah, it yeah. would, would be perfect it. for him. It's got to be distinguished like, he, which Michael Caine is. But also kind
1: of
2: funny.
0: He's got that little wing catcher. Yeah.
2: So but I like
1: Mike
0: Keaton,
2: I really do. I don't
1: feel good about anything except him (laughs) in my recasting, actually. Well,
0: Mm -hmm. let's try again. We have Carl and I'm just throwing out another just chalk when I do all the time. Jeff Bridges. I don't know. Yeah,
1: same. I wasn't happy when I wrote it down, but Carl was really hard for yeah, me. Yeah, it was, it was I, another hard one. Straight
2: away from him because I I think Jeff Bridges relies on this yeah, 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 yeah. too now, much. And now, I feel like, he would,
0: he does. You need a younger version of him. Yeah.
2: It may have been his first time doing it. I don't know. I, so I was just trying to find someone else. Robin Williams. Oh, I, I don't mind I, that, actually. Someone who can just be also a little bit. He's not really out in the field that much because that was hand ratty. He's, he doesn't know how to pull a gun. Kind of flashes his badge the wrong yeah. way. He's got time. to play.
0: I don't know. Straight. You know, like real straight. It
2: would be. It would be straight. It would not be any. You wouldn't see a lot of Rob Williams. The, the in weird
0: there. thing about this role
1: is, I think you could put so many people there, but because of the weird accent <laughs> yeah. that Tom Hanks did, it made it super hard. You're like, get that accent out of my hair. So I'm like, Jeff
0: Bridges is definitely not doing. Uh, that. I'm going to throw something real weird at you, Nicolas Cage. I-, I scrolled across him, too. Yeah. It'd be, uh, it'd, he'd no commit, he would commit weird. to
1: a character as well. You know, I'm going to be weird because I also thought him as here, and I know I'm going too much, but I also think Michael Keaton could do that real well. I also thought that as well. <laughs> I'll tell you a weird... Okay, so I'll tell you this is one that I think of way too much. Philip Seymour Hoffman kind of let him play with it. I know if you listen, I appreciate the listens. And I say his name too much, but I think he's talented. He's, I did contemplate um, Kevin Costner, but it seemed like
2: too serious or yeah, something. I, I had he... him, and my other one was Kurt Russell. Yeah. Could probably okay. Oh, Kurt Russell might actually. Some though. Kurt Russell though it, it, can it get needs, silly. It needs
0: to be though. Yeah, you only, you only need does. a little bit of silliness, you know, out, out of this character. Yeah. Here. I guess. So Tom I'm sure Hanks there's a Hanks lot of good characters. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that, do we want to move on to our main character? Frank I've got Abigail. six written down. I, have, and I don't know which one I'm going to pick. I have one and and i feel great about it matt damon oh that's what i definitely thought of
1: matt damon that's not my one
0: i get it i'll, I'll wanna, another one he has got to be a little younger I'm, I'm getting him you know talented matt mr perfect. ripley somewhere in that area
1: it's it's talented mr ripley and i think it all j- joined in our head because they played against each other in the departed yeah and i think you could roll reverse them for either one there yeah so I do agree with that and he's charming enough and talented Mr Ripley does play into it
2: no that's why I did Robin Williams against him like sort of a like goodwill hunting type that's thing. who my castings were too yeah, yeah yeah anyways uh what who's your actual or who's your who you're gonna pick now
1: I'll get my number one and then I'll give you my backup after once we go through it but I did go on the cuss Ryan Gosling he's on Monday notebook board. era rock yeah of course he is and I don't feel great about it but I want to see a little bit younger, yeah. like Notebook era Ryan Gosling, and let him cook and see what happens. Because he's kind of funny too.
2: No, yeah, he can he can he can be coy a little bit, like mm-hmm. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't mind maybe, that either. Yeah. I think
1: Jake Gyllenhaal is underrated. Uh, Megs and I talked about. What do you think about Johnny Depp? Kind of like maybe funny
2: enough. That was a casting what if? Yeah, you yeah. Well, yeah, was it? You'd yeah. have to get
0: him young, but yeah, that works.
2: That's who Stil- that's who Spielberg uh, wanted, I think, before uh, Leo. I probably should have said that. I think Johnny Depp would have been
1: good. That's yeah. It's pretty yeah. Good one. I, I would have, actually. I would have loved to see him with Spielberg as a director to see what like how they did it. Don't you think? Like it could be like more charming than he normally is, or something different. I'd like to see that. See how. See how that. Turned
2: also, out. Rose, if you're still listening, I had uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That comes up. Equally oh, that as much. would work. That works for me. Oh, We're, I like that a lot. He hasn't been around in if a you're while. Still here?
1: <laughs> Rose, if you're still listening, I think Mark just pulled out the W. I like that I a lot. That's, that's a good one. He'd actually be really good, and I haven't even... I think we overdid him We Early have to Rose. put sure, all I these guess.
0: people at
2: the right age,
0: right? I yeah. Mean, yeah, we're putting that... But what's good about him, he's got that boyish adult look.
2: Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking, yep.
0: Uh, with that, do you guys want to hear a couple of what-ifs I came across? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's hear uh, First off, this was originally getting developed in the 80s. Uh, the book was written quite a while ago. And originally it was going to star. Uh, when was the book written? If you don't. Sorry. I don't know. Don't exactly. Sometime, sometime in the 70s. Seventies four, maybe. Uh, I'll get you that answer while you're going through. Facts. Thank you. Uh, the 80s version was going to star Dustin Hoffman as Frank Abagnale Jr. Don't like that. Don't I it. like Dustin Hoffman. Uh, the, yeah, I don't know about that. There was another. Uh, I, I don't think this was this. It couldn't have been. Uh, the role of Carl at one point was going to go to James Gandolfini. He was actually pretty attached to the project. But ended up doing something else. I that could see him, as, it, see him as a cop though,
2: like an agent. Uh, I could see It'd be that. Gruffer for it's sure. Here's
0: one that we didn't think of, maybe a little gruffer. Uh when there was another director attached to it, uh they wanted Ed Harris was considered for Carl. Yeah. 100 uh, percent that, thought fine. that. I didn't write
1: it down. I mean I wrote it down, but I didn't say I uh, Ed Harris belongs as Carl. He'd be he'd do Ed it. Ed Harris is fine. a
2: Carl in all of his movies, really. He's just yeah. that he's a cop. He's Carl. He's Carl. Yeah. He's an astronaut,
1: whatever he is. Having this said, he'd kill the knock-knock joke. True.
0: (laughs) Like, I'd love to hear him do it. Um, Book was published in 1980. 1980, okay. Uh, That's all we had this week. Uh, Let us know what you thought of our recasting. Uh, But with that, we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore, Top 4. Mount Rushmore, Top 4. Mountain Rushmore top four. This week we're doing our top Leo movies. Uh, we're gonna go Mark Me Jordan this week. Jordan? Or sorry, Mark. What's your top Leo movie? Without a doubt, it's got to be Critters Three. Really? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm
2: just I kidding. That was no. Critters Two. <laughs> no, um, I always hate when when this happens. So I uh, don't want to do it. It's catch me if you can. It is. It's this movie. It is. So this is this it's is not a wrong answer. I'll exclude this one, but yeah, I hate um, when it is this when it is the movie that, that we do this. But it, I just at least have to be honest with myself. I think this pander. is my this is my favorite movie of his.
1: Now I think there's other performances that may be better, sure or whatever. And so I'm I'm torn between two. So I'm going to tell you my favorite movie of his. that's not
0: Catch Him If You Can after me because you're third, buddy. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> trying to do. That. Yeah, you see how he did that. Stay uh, tuned. Sorry. The my honest a- number one answer, I think, is Inception. I love that movie as a whole. It's my favorite yeah. Nolan movie. It's not maybe my favorite Leo perf- Leo movie, but it yeah. might be. I do like it a lot. But the whole ensemble cast got Gordon yeah. Lovitz really popped in that one. I love Inception. I do. S- so it's you good. guys just took yep. it to
1: me. That's like one, two, and I'm going to come with my three that you guys may not, but it, it's, 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 it's got to be aviator. I'd agree with you. It's got to be the aviator. That's probably his best acting performance, right? Probably. Movie it's another is long is one. I don't know.
0: But it, it is a great movie. That's one I don't put on near God, enough. God, I
1: thought we were going to have three What's He Gilbert types, but I'm glad that we... <laughs> Did that
2: airplane movie come directly after Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it was like two years later. I think at that time, in my, I was like, a, I don't know eighth grader. I'm like, this guy's just doing playing movies. (laughs) This
0: is what he (laughs) He does. This guy's just a pilot. Uh, More recently, I'll throw out my first honorable mention. Once upon a time in Hollywood was a great movie. I liked it a lot. I
1: love his performance in that, like that character that he plays. Especially where he's having the meltdown
0: <laughs> actually the whole he's really funny in that movie yeah I, that, I, that I, actually might be up there also as one of his better performances man
1: it, it's kind of fun where he's at in his career, um obviously he can be the leading man in movie still, but like he's a he's a highlighted character actor now because he's getting a little bit older but mm-hmm. In Django, I don't like that character, but yeah, his performance is funny, obviously. Or, uh, But it is hard impactful. to yeah, like him in that movie for obviously. Yeah, the character is obviously d- d- applicable. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know. I, I know that he got bugged, and this is the only one I'll say for honorable mentions. There's tons of them. Mm-hmm. I like this movie, and I know people don't like his accent, but I think Blood Diamond's is a good movie, and people forgot about it. And I'm just saying it. I hand would, up that that was going to be my. I I like
0: Blood Diamond a lot. I like Blood Diamond as a movie, and I, however, people feel about that, what a, you know, we mentioned it a bunch, but none of us actually mentioned The Departed. That's obviously up there, it's a big movie.
2: Out for Melody be... Wolf of Wall Street. That's I like that. I mean, it's just,
0: um, uh, it's that kind of mm. you know,
2: Ooh. who did that? Scorsese people really yeah, hate Scorsese.
0: the uh Gatsby movie he was in, but I didn't hate it. I'm not a big that director
1: fan. I think his style doesn't. I job I, with I me.
0: get it. I get why people kind of hated it's, it. But. It's
1: too much.
2: Anyway. I Although, like movies like The Revenant and like True Grit. So I like The Revenant too. But we'd be remiss.
1: the Revenant. Game, not
0: an easy watch. <laughs> it's longy. It's, it's, it's beautiful though.
1: I mean we do have to mention and I know we're not going to name every movie but Titanic's in. Yeah, I mean Titanic
0: needs to it just has to be on to be. this list. And I feel like Oh the yeah, la- what the fuck. The last one I'll throw out is probably just Romeo and Juliet. That was huge at the time in the 90s. He was when he was riding that heartthrob wave.
2: There's obviously more people but before we list them all.
0: Yep, that's it. Maybe we just
2: cut us there. Yeah.
1: Happy holidays. We're going to get into some deeper hits next time at least for the season but if somebody requests a movie that I love, we'll do it. Something, I love, love the requests. Keep those coming in.
0: Thanks, Rose. Thanks for listening to our take on Catch Me If You Can. If you like what you heard, make sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, rate and review. If you want more content, check out the entire Majestic Jam Network, I'm Not Crazy, Urban Hermit, and the Highwire Podcast. Until then, check out on the next one. Boop. Bye. Boop.